What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of the God Goes and Girl Talk podcast. I pray that y'all had an amazing week. We are back this week with part two of our episodes where we're talking about um, just some strategy and revelation for those who may be dealing with a toxic or abusive parent, particularly moms, because I feel like there's a lot of content about dads being what they are and what they aren't, et cetera, et cetera. But we don't really discuss the impact on the maternal side as much. And so today we are going to go over just five different revelations, kind of strategy, five talking points that I have written down. And we are going to you know, to chop it up. If you missed last week, definitely go back and listen. We talked really just about the role of therapy and forgiveness and what forgiveness is, what it isn't, what it means, what it doesn't mean. And we're going to kind of build on those concepts in today's episode. So church announcements, I told y'all we are getting ready to start doing monthly Bible studies. If you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, you want to, okay? If you're not signed up for my email list, that's how you're going to get the workbooks, sis. Like, let's do the things. I'm so very excited. In the first, like I said, the first class, I may even teach twice because I really am on a mission to help a thousand women learn how to study the Bible. And so I may run this class back because it's fun to teach. 
the the revelation it, it gives what it's supposed to have gave. And if you've never taken one of my Bible studies, I want y'all to know that this is not a conventional Bible study. Prepare yourself. If you listen to the show, you may be prepared, but I don't think you're as prepared. And so we'll do the Bible studies. We'll have live Q&A. So definitely get connected with me. Now let's hop into it. So I have five strategies. If you're watching on YouTube, child, I'm going to be looking at my notes because I need them. Honestly, guys, I'm turning 32 and my brain just don't be doing what she's supposed to all the time. Um, And I want to make sure, especially with this topic, that I stay the course. God has given me very specific instructions in delivering this. And so because I'm being obedient, there's not as much shenanigans as I usually be shenanigan, okay, as I usually be delivering, because this is a really sensitive topic. Also, trigger warning, if this is something that you are not ready to process, handle all of the things, sis, I understand. We have so many other episodes. There's so much more content that you can absolutely take the opportunity to listen to. Please do not feel like you have to listen to this or you have to deal with this now if you are not in a safe space to do that spiritually, physically, emotionally, all the things. Okay, now let's hop right in. Point number one, Revelation one. So we talked about last week's strategy. My strategies were therapy and forgiveness. Let's talk about some revelation, which also can kind of pour into strategy. And we're going to start with number one, bitterness and boundaries are not the same. Okay. Here's what the narrative can sometimes turn into. Well, you blocked everybody, so you bitter. No. And let's even talk about blocking. So my block hand is strong, okay? If you have followed me for any amount of time, or if you've listened to my Bible studies, or if you're a friend of mine, you know I always say, girl, be blocked and be blessed. Be blocked and blessed. Because bitterness and boundaries are not the same. And so it really is the conversation that you have to have with yourself and that you have to have with God in regards to whether or not you are being bitter or if you are imposing boundaries. Boundaries are your right. You have a right to enforce boundaries. I don't care who they are, okay? Y'all know we love Prophetess Tanya here. And she posted this once. She said, the only person that has any type of rights to you is the Lord. Everybody else can be blocked and be blessed. Okay. Boundaries and bitterness are not the same. Let me help it sizzle in your spirit. Boundaries and bitterness are not the same. Expect for there to be pushback because you are enforcing boundaries, especially for us. Even when we're grown, paying our own bills. And when I say us, y'all, I'm black, okay? So (laughs) if you're not black listening to this show, hey girl, God bless you, sis. But if you are black, y'all know we could be 65. We still a kid. Paying our own bills. We're still a child. No respect. (laughs) Zero. And so there will be pushback because it will be unfamiliar territory for you. And it will be unfamiliar territory for In this case, we're talking about moms, but really, honestly, anybody, aunties, any maternal female type of figure, they are, girl, you know, I look, child, the boundaries are the same. Stand 10 toes down in them. Ensure that you are walking and operating in a way that God is calling you to operate in. Don't just go blocking everybody just because you feel like it. I've even gotten to the point now, I don't even block no more. I just don't answer because 
I don't have to, <laughs> right? Sometimes using the block button in particular. So when you think about, you know, different personality types or people who may suffer from like different mental illnesses or have things like narcissistic personality disorder, sometimes actually hitting the block button can cause more strife than not. And so you just don't answer and you don't owe anybody an explanation or anything of the sorts. The only person that you are responsible to report to is God. And if he is pleased, if he, if the Holy Spirit don't check you, and this is why you have to do the whole forgiving and go to therapy, because you have to be objective. There are going to be times where God stretches you. He calls you to, you know, call and check in. He has you serve that person, right? All of this has happened to me. He has you extend love and do things that demonstrate his love. And so now we have to remember that I am on a mission for God. So I have to make sure that I am given what I supposed to have gave. But a lot of times the pushback is a test <laughs> to see if you really about that life. So understand that bitterness and boundaries are not the same. I don't care who like it. I don't care if she have your auntie and them call you. You need to stand 10 toes down and understand that forgiveness. So we talked about forgiveness last week. Forgiveness does not mean that there will not be consequence, right? Even in the Bible, we see this. I'm going to say it again. Forgiveness does not mean that there will not be consequences to your actions. God forgives, the consequences stand. And so just like that, we have to know that we're okay to do that, right? David slept with Bathsheba child. It was ghetto. Y'all, we're going to do a Bible study on it and it's good, but it was ghetto. He had her husband killed all the things. God forgave David, but the baby still died. Point blank, period. The consequences still stood. If you murder somebody, God will forgive you. And your prison ministry going to be tough, sis. It's going to be a strong prison ministry. You're going to change lives and bring them to the kingdom, but you're going to be in there. 25 to life or whatever they didn't had said to you. You're going to be in there. Okay. So please understand that forgiveness does not mean that there are not consequences to your actions. And that is even you being able to impose boundaries. The boundaries are a consequence. And make sure you're being righteous and not just trying to be right and be nasty, right? And that's why forgiveness is the major key because God has to deal with our hearts first towards them so we can make sure that we're operating in love and not allowing the devil to cause divide between us and God, okay? Point number two, proximity and access are not the same thing, all right? Proximity and access are not the same, and this goes back to boundaries. We need to make sure that we are setting our boundaries in love, especially because there is a propensity in the Black community, okay, elders, moms, aunties, all of that, to look at children, even grown children to view us as possessions instead of people. Toxic, okay? <laughs> Toxic. We are not indebted because we had food, clothes, and shelter. You're supposed to do that. You had the sex and had me. <laughs> like, that is your job. You are to steward over me, but that doesn't make you my savior. So I don't belong to you. And they don't be liking that, but that's the truth. 
That is the truth. Okay. So make sure that you don't allow that kind of conversation to impact whether or not you enforce your boundaries or not. Okay. They do not own you. You are a slave to Christ only (laughs) and a friend of God when you demonstrate his love to others. That's who you belong to. Okay. The third thing that I want y'all to understand, guard your heart and try not to take things personally. This is rough. I'll be one. I personally run up, get down up. If we beef and I got you because I felt like as a child, I could not defend myself. And I was disrespected so much by my mother that as an adult, I will not tolerate disrespect. God is working on me yet and still, but you want to test my gangster, blatantly disrespect me. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I will turn to Peter real quick. I will cut your ears off. (laughs) Please. Okay? Now, I hope not. Let me take that back. I'm not. I'm going to try really hard, but it's the quickest way to get me to like, oh, you want to play games today? Okay. So make sure that you are guarding your heart. And the best way to do this is make sure that you are rooted in the identity that God has given you. Also understand that their behavior is rooted in their heart posture, not yours. It has nothing to do with you because some adults will try to blame other, well, at the time we were children, but will try to blame for their actions. Again, we want to empathize. Like for me, even understanding my dad was military and he was deployed a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. Gone for 12, 18 months at a time. And so essentially, even though my mother was not a single parent, she in the day to day had to operate like a single parent. And so it gives me some empathy, but also not an excuse. (laughs) It's not an excuse. It gives me perspective, but it does not give permission. So understand that, put that in your heart, learn who God has called you to be, okay? Instead, what you need to do is constantly go before the Father, and you want to make sure that that whole aspect of removing the title, okay, it will shift you. And it'll allow you to intercede instead of internalize. And that's really what you want to do. You want to make sure that you are interceding on their behalf, right? Because we talked about like, you know, if you really look at it, they can't know love because they wouldn't behave like this. And that means that they don't know God. That's in the Bible. Okay. I think it's John 4 and 8, 1 John 4 and 8. If you don't demonstrate love, then you do not know God because God is love. Well, if you don't know God then that means that your salvation is not secure. And so we can then pivot to intercede for their salvation and their redemption because that's what God wants. And because we love God, we want what he wants. Amen? Okay. So make sure that you are staying before the Father. They are in desperate need of God. We all are, but they really are. And so you have to try not to take the stuff personally. It's hard. It's rough, sis. I get it. It's rough. You be wanting to give everybody a piece of your mind, a piece of your pizza, a piece of everything, because, child, it gets rough. But you want to intercede. You do not want to internalize because you don't want your heart to be hardened, unforgiveness, all the things. 
Who got time to have their prayers blocked because other people want to be foolish? Not me. I'm beseeching the Lord for so many things. It will not be I. Okay. Next, make sure that you spend time with God to sit down and find out what honor means in your situation. Okay. Now we talked about this a little bit last week about how there's scripture in the Bible that tells us that we should honor our mother and our father. That honor does not mean that we are willfully subjected to abuse. God is love and abuse is not love. So they are not demonstrating the love of God to us as their children. And so what will happen is it's, this is a part of spiritual abuse of using scripture to try to justify evil behavior. That's just what it is. And so there is a scripture that talks about honoring your mother and your father. And it often gets misconstrued as a passport for abuse. Honor does not mean that you subject yourself to mistreatment and abuse. Honor may look like you enforcing boundaries, so peace will remain. That is me. That's me, right? I've never, even though I've wanted to, I have felt it in my shamanah. We get real, this real girl talk today. There have been times where I'm telling y'all a hair from cussing my mama clean out. Rightfully so. I would have been right, but it would not have been righteous. There's a difference. I mean, provoked to the point where like, oh, I'm about to cuss you out because you really are not. <laughs> like, you really are not about to play with me like this. <laughs> like, we ain't about to fight because I'm an adult now, right? And I want to defend myself. There have been times where I felt that, but then I have to remember that God calls me to honor. So I'll say, let me go. And I hang up. And then I don't talk to nobody. That is a display of honor because she is my mother. And because I honor God, because blessing and cursings can't come out of the same mouth. Honor for me in some moments looks like me not talking to you when I got a lot to say. Okay. Like a lot, a lot, a lot to say. (laughs) I ain't been saved my whole life. And sometimes my flesh be trying to pull up. She listen to crime up. Child, she be out here. So you need to find out what honor looks like. Honor may mean sending a Mother's Day card, even if there's no gift card, even if there's no gift. Honor may mean not sending a Mother's Day card. Honor may mean that you just don't write crazy on her Facebook wall (laughs) when you could. So you have to really ask God in your particular situation, what does honor mean? Now, here's the caveat. A lot of times we will not want to share or display honor because we don't feel like they deserve it. And God really had to check me on this. Like, why am I for what? God, why? Why? For what? But the Bible doesn't tell us to give honor when we feel like they are deserving of honor. We're all deserving of death. Let's just start there. So we can't get so, you know, even though we were a victim to abuse. I don't like victim. We are survivors of abuse and toxicity. We still be sinning. (laughs) Like this does not put us sometimes, and I've even had to catch myself in this. This does not put me on some moral high ground, but I do have the right to emotional safety, to protect my peace. Like there's some authority that I have because of my relationship with God, but let's not get it twisted to where you find yourself in a position where you're being self-righteous. And I've struggled with that flat out, like this honest truth. I've struggled with that. And God constantly has to work on me in that area. So make sure that you are finding out 
to God. What does honor mean? And then understand that it's not about whether or not you feel like they're deserving of honor. It says to give honor, period. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online community for women of faith who are looking for a safe space to be encouraged, educated, and empowered. The Society is hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. Y'all look. This community is so rich and it really has something for everyone. If you're an entrepreneur, Tatum has business trainings every month and has built an amazing resource library. And almost every month we have a number of like funding opportunities and all of this just wonderful information together. We even have a place for us to share our businesses so we can work with each other. If you are struggling with time management and productivity, Rosalind's going to snatch you together, okay? She does these Monday productivity minutes that have been blessing my life. If you're looking for practical ways to walk by faith, Kavaya is out here dropping big gems. And of course, I'm out here teaching live Bible studies every two weeks. And that don't even touch our quarterly challenges, corporate fasts, live events, and so much more. One thing I've learned about the society is that given the opportunity, we are always going to glorify God and we always going to go to brunch. Okay, we be brunching out here. Houston be turning up. Atlanta be turning up. Up, okay, like we are out here glorifying God, Bibles and brunch. Okay, so if you are in need of a safe space of like minded women of faith, start your two week free trial of the society today by clicking the link in the show notes or going to www.blessedandbossedupsociety.com. I also want to free somebody because God gave me this scripture and I'm actually I'm going to pull it up. But we need to know that as believers, we are obligated to have a different reaction than people who are not saved. And that can be hard. That's the hard part. That's the part where you are having to trust God and really lean not to your own understanding because you really want to lean with these hands, child. Like it is rough. It's rough. And so that's why we continue to do what God has called us to do, because it's all for our good. And for his glory. And so if he says to send the card or do the gift or do the that and your flesh be like, nah, do it anyway. Be obedient to God because he's growing something in you. Okay. Now with the scripture of honoring your mother and your father, I want to share this scripture with y'all because it really, really freed me. And I'm reading from Ephesians 6 verses 2 through 4. It says, honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will have a long life on the earth. Fathers, this is also parents. This is the decree. Do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. So (laughs) when God showed me that, I said, oh. You're just, you know, the choice of manipulating the scripture. It's not, we are not the only ones given instructions, but the parents are also called to not mistreat us, to not drive us to anger, but to bring us up in the way that glorifies God. And once I realized that there will be smoke with the Lord for being disobedient in this area, this ain't none of my business. This is between you and the Lord. (laughs) 
This is none of my concern. My concern is to make sure that I, me, I stay in position with God, that I don't stray away from him, that I can be angry and sin not. Like that me, Sharla, is responsible for Sharla. I can't control my mom's actions, her responses, what she says, none of the things. But I do have control over me, especially because I have the power of the Holy Spirit. So I can demonstrate patience, love, kindness, self-control, long-suffering, all the fruits of the Spirit, even when I feel like it's not deserving. Because did Jesus not die even when we was raggedy and we didn't deserve it? And so the same love that God displays to me, who am I to not display it to this person? And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying you have to. I'm saying this is the work required. I'm saying that this, for some of us, like this is our cross and we have to carry it. I'm saying for some of us, I had to go through the motions and I had to go through the emotions and not getting it right. And, you know, go, I had to go through all of these things so I could even have this conversation with y'all. So I could be able to share and hopefully impart some wisdom and some hope and some encouragement. So yeah, Ephesians 6, 2 through 4. Yes, honor your mother and your father. Also, though, parents are not supposed to be out here mistreating us. The Bible says, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. God does not condone abuse. Okay? Okay. Lastly, number five, do not allow the experience of toxicity and abuse to close you off to relationship with other women, especially women who are older. Okay? Do not allow your experience with toxicity and abuse to close you off to relationship with women, especially older women. I did. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to hear from nobody. I don't need no kind of maternal figure in my life, child. Especially after my Gigi passed away, I have my grandmothers, but after my Gigi passed away, I really was like, "Mm, throw in the tile, who cares? But the enemy wants us to isolate ourselves and he will use the imperfections of fallen people to try to keep us isolated from God. So, you know, when moms that may use scripture to spiritually abuse you, then you don't want nothing to do with God. He also does that so you won't be in community with other women. And let me tell y'all, y'all know how much I love Prophetess Tanya. She be given. If my heart was hardened to that, I would not experience that. So don't allow that to happen. You want to also make sure that you understand the power of being in community with other women and making sure that you are really experiencing the fullness of the Lord. Like Jesus died for us to have a good time, <laughs> like, like for us to live life and life more abundantly. The ghetto is going to happen. We are here on earth. Okay. The ghetto will happen. So I'm going to run through these really quick. And then I just want to encourage y'all. So here's my five strategies. One, bitterness and boundaries are not the same. Okay. I feel like that's not sitting with somebody. So bitterness and boundaries are not the same. Second, proximity and access, not the same. Enforce boundaries, set boundaries in love. Three, make sure that you guard your heart and try not to take things personally because what the enemy wants is for you to get angry and sin. You can be angry, but do not sin. Next, sit with God and find out what honor looks like or what this relationship looks like with his perspective, right? supposed to honor your mother and your father. We talked about in Ephesians 6, 2 through 4, that the Bible also says that they're not supposed to provoke us to anger by the way that they treat us. Clearly, we're here. We're here now. Um, So sit with God and ask him what that looks like for you. 
Lastly, do not allow this experience to isolate you from other women and being in community, okay? Especially isolating you from God as well. So that is today's episode. And I also want to just encourage y'all. Let me tell y'all, I did not do these episodes with the intent of bashing my mother, right? Now, whether or not, you know, I don't know if she even listens to the show, but whether or not she sees that, hears that, thinks the opposite child, that's none of my concern because I was being obedient to my father, period. But I want to encourage y'all to know that it gets better, right? I have not 31-year-old me and 17-year-old me, two different young women, okay? My hips click now for some reason. (laughs) But God has really grown me and he's even grown me in the relationship with my mom. When my Gigi was sick, and let me tell y'all, one of my boundaries is to not, when we go into town, period, we don't stay at our parents' house. We don't stay at my husband's mom's house or my mom's house. We just need our own space to retreat from everybody and everything. It'd be a lot. And so when my Gigi passed away, I felt God tell me to stay at my parents' house. And I said, oh, why? (laughs) Like, this is already stressful. My Gigi was really that maternal figure for me. So I'm like, I also feel like I lost my mommy. Like, why are we here? And I did. It was rough. My mom had a rough time, particularly could hear her. I was in my old room. And I could hear her crying, flat out in her hair. And God told me to go in there and comfort her. And I went in there and I hugged her and I made her laugh. And it was different. It was odd, but it was, I felt like I was on assignment. And pretty much any way that I could serve, I did. Not necessarily for her, really for my Gigi, because I did what she knew I would do. And because I love her, my I love my granny, y'all. I love both of my grannies, but my I, man, I miss my Gigi. Okay. Anywho, at the end of the weekend, it was exhausting emotionally for several reasons. Everything that could have went wrong did. It just was a mess. The last night, my mom called me in the room and my Gigi had, she was cremated and we all got these necklaces as granddaughters. And for her kids, she had bought these urns and they were small urns. And my mom called me in her room and was just like, you have really been so helpful with this, la, 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 la. And she gave me my grandmother's, like her urn that my grandma picked out for her. She gave it to me. If you're watching on YouTube, it's this box. The urn is in this box here. And I cried. I sobbed. I'm even getting goosebumps thinking about it because I knew in that moment, because I know my mother's behaviors and her patterns and that, it just allowed me to See that God, like God used her in that moment to let me know, hey girl, you did what I asked you to do. (laughs) And I'm proud of you because she doesn't typically acknowledge me like that. Like that was a rarity. Like I was like, oh, that was the Lord. (laughs) That was nobody but God because that does not happen. And so be encouraged. God will show up. Things are not as bad as they were, but that also does not mean that they're perfect. And so it's a day-by-day, case-by-case basis. Know that it can get better, it will get better, even if it's for you personally, that you may never get the I'm sorry, and you have to be okay with that. Just know that God is going to redeem you. Know that vengeance is his, and this doesn't mean 
that you want them to have bodily harm. Vengeance meaning that the end result is God's. That's what that means. Because we'll be out here praying, vengeance is the Lord. No, vengeance is in terms of like the end, the result, the finality of it is God's. And the more I look, I see the fruit of the seeds that she's sown. And I see the negative impact that it's having on her life. It's sad to watch. And so again, because I've forgiven and because I can have empathetic eyes now, God is really just allowing me to see things and really get a, a better understanding. And so because I love God and because I love God's people, I can extend grace, love, and mercy to a certain extent. Now, child, I will still be blocked and be blessed, honey. I still have boundaries, all the things, but it allows me to operate in a sense of I'm here for God. I'm here to show up for God. I'm here to do what he's called me to do. I may be the closest thing that she gets to see of God's love in action, and that may be why they get saved. So if God is telling you to separate, separate. <laughs> like, take some time. When he calls you to go back, go back. I've gone months before without talking to my mom, not in a way that's braggadocious, but it's like when God says separate, separate. And when God says you can be back in a relationship, be back in a relationship. And in the meantime, don't be out here trying to drag them on Instagram and all of that. That's honestly, if I told y'all half of the details and the things and all, like it's full of just girl, what? Yes. But that's not the point of this, right? That it's not to drag, but it's really to say, hey, I've experienced this thing, y'all. And here's some tools, some tips, some things that I've learned. And I pray that it helps you. Your situation may be exactly the same, may not be the same, may be more extreme, may be less extreme. But this isn't about quantifying where you are on the, like, who got abused more? No, 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 no. And that's why none of the details are necessary. The lessons, the meat of it is what is really going to help change lives. And so my prayer for y'all in this is for us to continue to have this conversation, continue to grow as individuals, continue to know that God is going to redeem your family's bloodline, that this ends with us. More than anything, this ends with me, period. My grandkids will never know. <laughs> they will never know. I'm standing 10 toes down. They will never know. Never. Ever ever. They will never, when I say never know, I mean never personally experience having to deal with someone who's experienced trauma and abuse by any parent or authority figure. So I pray that this series blessed y'all. This was a stretch for me, y'all. If I seemed depressed, I was. Okay. <laughs> I did not want to do this. So I'm grateful that God has graced me. I pray that this blesses and changes the lives and the perspectives. And it encourages someone to do the work. It encourages someone to know that God sees you and he's with you always. To get back in safe relationship and trust God because he's not people. You know, we live in a fallen world. Unfortunate things happen, but you have to trust God anyway. He loves us. He knows the number of hairs on our head. Like he just loves us. And I can't articulate it well. But just know that he loves you. It's a different kind of love, different kind of authority. It's the kind of authority that something that would have made me start cussing when I talked about it. Because <laughs> I tell the child, I would tell the story and be cussing. And I was talking to my sister the other day and she said that. She was like, man, I used to not even like talking to you about this topic because you would get so angry that it was hard 
to have a conversation. Like she was like, you were angry. And she's like, now I just feel like you are an adult, like you've matured. It's not an emotional thing for you anymore, but it is what it is. We set the boundaries. Does that mean that it sucks yet that it doesn't suck? No. There are times I'm just like, man, God, can we be normal? What does that even mean? I don't know. But can we like pick somebody else? (laughs) I'm at a 10. (laughs) Like, can we do that? So be encouraged. Know that the change is possible. It takes time. And you can do all things through Christ Jesus, even this. So I love y'all. I pray that y'all hear my heart in this. Again, hit me up if you loved it. If this was for you, child. Thank the Lord. Don't thank me. Thank God, because I didn't want to do it. Sure didn't. I'm glad that I was obedient in this even now. And so I cannot wait to just hear the feedback from y'all. If you want to continue this conversation, child, Instagram, God Goes and Girl Talk. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. And until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And bye. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves, And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.